0: have not been for the Lord for my side Tell me where would I be think about those words where would I be have not been? For the Lord on my side, tell me where would I be? Where sincere? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Would you bow your heads with me? As I release myself to the Lord, Amen, Amen. We got some kings to work out, but we working them out, Amen. Most Holy and All Wise Father, it's once more and again that your children have gathered in this sacred place. Lord, we have gathered here so that we could hear a word from you. Yes, Lord. So in faith, Lord, I sit down. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming in and doing what only you can do. In the wonderful, holy, and righteous name of Jesus, my soul says amen. I ask you to turn in your Bibles, turn in your Bibles to Psalms 124. Psalms 124. Amen. When you have it, speak to me, Lord. Psalms 124. Thank you, Jesus. If the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say, does everybody have it? Let Israel say, If the Lord had not been on our side, when people attacked us, they would have swallowed us alive. When their anger flared against us, the flood would have engulfed us. The torrent would have swept us away. The raging waters would have swept us away. Praise be to the Lord who has not let us be torn by their teeth. We have escaped like a bird from the fowler's snare. The snare has been broken, and we have escaped. Our help, hallelujah, is in the name of the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Now, did that scripture sound familiar to you? That scripture is the song that we just sang. That song that we just sang was based on this scripture. If it had not been for the Lord on my side. In this Psalms, King David, God is calling King David to a place of remembrance. And he is reminding him and his people that they need to remember the times. But God not only had this written to King David and the people of Israel, but he had this written for and to us so that we would think back to where it is that God has brought us from. God is asking us this morning to remember the times. And for those of you who like to have titles to the sermon, that's what the title of the sermon is this morning. Remember the times. God said he wants you to remember the times when perhaps you were in some kind of danger. Whether it was physical danger or emotional danger or spiritual danger, but you were in some kind of danger, whether it was health-wise, whether it was money-wise, no matter what the danger was, God said, think back to that time. He says he wants you this morning to think back to the time where there seemed to be no help and there seemed to be no hope for you in your life. Amen. I want you to look at this verse again, because this verse really uh, uh, spoke to me. The first verse, it said, if it had not been for the Lord on our side. And then in scripture, it says, let Israel say, OK, but God told me to paraphrase this for you and to have you say, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, let Joanne say. Let Adrian say Let Gene say If it had not been For the Lord on my side And then you have to add the rest Of the rest of what that verse would be If it had not been For the Lord on my side Let Joanne be Let Joanne say I would have been blank Mm -hmm. You gotta fill in the blank Amen if it had not been for the Lord on my side, I would have been dead. Amen. Amen. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, I would have been homeless. Amen. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, I don't know how I would have survived the last years that I've lived on this earth. Okay, so God wants us this morning. He's calling us this morning to remember the times. And in this particular text, God is not asking us to remember the good times. God is asking us to remember the bad times. He He wants us to remember where it is that God has brought us from. God said to remind you or for you to think if it Hadn't I been for the Lord on my side, reading as King David put it, he said, when men attack me, now all of us in here have been attacked by somebody at some point in time in our life. It may have been a physical t- attack. It may have been rumors. It may, <coughs> it may have been gossip. It may have been any means of operation. But all of us have been attacked or sometime or another. And God says when he's talking to the people of Israel. And David is writing it says. When their anger flared against me. When, you know, I couldn't understand why it was that they were always upset with me. I couldn't understand why it was that they seemed to want nothing for me but bad things. I couldn't understand why it was that it just seemed like all they want to do was hurt me and bring harm to me. And then I want you to notice how David describes this in the next three parts of the verse. He said, the flood would have engulfed us. These are the three things he said would happen if God hadn't been on his side. He said the flood would have engulfed us. The torrent would have swept us over. The raging waters would have swept us away. What is he saying? He's saying when the storms of life were raging... And he used the description of water, of being in a flood, of being in an ocean, and and talking about being swept away and tossed to and through. And it it reminded me, thank you, Lord, of that old song we used to sing. When the storms of life are raging, stand by me. When the storms of life are raging, stand by me. When the wall is tossing me like a ship upon the sea, thou who ruleth wind and water, stand by me. So this is what God wants you to do in your mind. He wants you to look squarely and honestly at your past. And he wants you to look at your past in order to help you to not only understand what it is that you went through, but in order to be blessed by the results of what it is that you went through. And the reason he wants us to look squarely and honestly at our past is because we have a tendency to want to fantasize about the past. We always walk around talking about the good old days. Well, my brothers and sisters in Christ, for some of us, Those old days weren't that good. Do you understand what I'm saying? So God wants us to look squarely and honestly at our past so that we don't romanticize our past and so that we don't fantasize about our past. The only way that David was able to get to the truth of the next part of this Psalms was when he looked at what his past encountered and how people were out against him. Then he was able to pause in the mist and say, Look at what God did. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. It was only as he looked, I need y'all to get this in your head. I need you to get it in your heart. But it was only as they looked in their past, honestly, was he able to say, Look at the rest of this verse in, in Psalms 124. He said, Praise be the Lord. Amen. Praise be who did not let us be torn by their teeth. He said, we escaped like a bird out of a snare. The snare has been broken and we have escaped. David is saying, I know where God has brought me from. And it was because of what God did for me in the midst of my storm. He broke the snare that I was caught in. Now, brothers and sisters in Christ. All of us have been caught in some snares at some point in time in our life. Amen. Amen. All of us have been inside of some traps at some point in time in our life. And God's going to talk about that a little bit later. But it was only as David looked at what he went through was he able to see God in the mist. The reason I say that The reason that God has me say this is because oftentimes when we are going through, we cannot see God in the mix. Amen. Amen. Oftentimes when we're going through the struggle, oftentimes when we feel like we're being hurt and abused and all of this other kind of stuff, oftentimes when uh, there looks like there's no future or, or there's no hope for us, oftentimes we cannot see God in the mix. But God says, when it's over, and we start coming out of it, that if we look at it openly and honestly, we can be like David when he said, our help is in the name of the Lord. Amen. Yes, I was going through, Amen. but I came to the revelation, wisdom, and knowledge That as I was going through, not after I was through, but as I was going through, you got to get this from your head to your heart. That in the process of going through, that God wants to bring you, he wants to bring me to the revelation, wisdom, and knowledge that our help is in the Lord. That there is no other help for us in the situation that we're in. There's no other help for this world in the situation that we're in if that help is not in our Lord and Savior, Amen. Jesus the Christ. Amen. God says, remember the times. Remember where it is that God brought you from. Remember where it, what it is that God has delivered you from. Now, there may be somebody either on Facebook or that's going to be hearing this on my podcast and all this other kind of stuff or or YouTube. But there may be somebody asking, what good does it do to remember the past? I don't want to remember the past because the past is too hurtful and the past is too harmful. God told me to tell you this morning, That when he tells you to remember the past, he is not saying to you to allow the past to beat you up. Amen. Do you understand? Amen. When he tells you to openly and squarely and honestly look at where it is that God has brought you from, he is not saying allow your past to beat you up. Mm -hmm. He is saying, I want you to use your past as a tool. Amen. I want you to use your past as a tool. You say, Pastor, how can I do that? Well, God gave me a little, I don't know, it's not an acrostic, but I I don't know what the word is. But God told me to use the word memory. Because you know you can't remember the past if you don't have a memory, right? So God said, in order for you to use your past as a tool, take the word memory and make uh, uh, um, some meanings out of the letters Okay so he, I took The M in memory And I said okay Lord what do you want Me to see out of this Letter M And he turned me, told me to turn To Genesis tw- 50 Verse 20 You knew you were going to have to turn to scripture I mean you, you're not in the right Place if you didn't think you were going to Have to turn to s- scripture Roslyn told me I got to say it a couple of times so she has A chance to turn to it So it's Genesis 50 Verse 20 What does the M in memory Symbolize how does that Help us when we're trying to Remember the times Genesis 50 20 you have it Speak to me Lord I don't hear but one Person We, we need page numbers Page 44 Page forty four in the uh, Red Bible, Genesis fifty twenty, and it reads You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done the saving of many lives. You say, Pastor, wh- what is this about? Everybody in here that studied the word for a minute knows the story of Joseph and his brothers, right? Amen. You know how his brothers were envious of him, were jealous of him. And because his brothers were envious and jealous of him, they decided to kidnap him and sell him into slavery. When he, they sold Joseph into slavery, the the caravan took him down In Egypt. okay, And there he was put into prison. And then not only was he put into prison. But then he was assigned to work in Potiphar's house. And Potiphar's wife had an eye for him. Because he was a handsome young man. And she wanted him to sleep with her. And he said oh no. Because the God that I serve would not be pleased if I did this. So he started to run Out of the house to escape The temptation and scripture Says she grabbed his coat And when her husband came home She showed him the coat And said you see this Hebrew slave you brought into my House into our house Has tried to rape me Well the husband believed her And when he believed her He again put Joseph Inside a prison Now I want you to understand It is now Twenty-two years later. Twenty-two years later when Joseph is saying these words in Genesis 50. And I want you to remember that Joseph, or know that Joseph still has a good mind. Joseph knows how it was that he got where he was. Joseph remembers how badly his brothers treated him. He remembers how harsh they had been to him. He remembers the unkind words that they spoke to him. But now he is now the prime minister of Egypt. He is second in control only to the Pharaoh, the king himself. And his brothers have been brought before him. And his brothers are afraid. Because they know what it is they did to Joseph. And they think that Joseph is going to punish them. And perhaps take their life. Or put them in prison. But notice what Joseph said to them. He said, what you did, you intended to harm me. You intended to hurt me. But God, God intended it for good because God needed me to be here in this place during this time so that I could be a blessing to the people. So what am I going to use the M for in remembering the time? The M is for remembering the time will cause you to maximize The opportunity to share what God has done in your life. To I I need you to get this. I need you to get this. The M in memory will maximize the opportunity to share what God has done in your life. But not only to maximize the opportunity, but to maximize the opportunity. To be a witness for God. Amen. You cannot be a witness for God. If you haven't gone through anything. Amen, Hallelujah. You Hallelujah. cannot get this from your head to your heart. This is why God wants you to remember the times. Because unless you have gone through. And unless you've seen how the hand of God. Delivered you in the midst. And then to bring you through you will not have anything to witness about. So God wants you to remember where it is that he brought you from because he wants you to use that as an opportunity to maximize the opportunity to be a witness. The E in memory. The E in memory comes right from this same text because it means to encourage others that were involved are some people in your past That have done things to hurt you That done things to harm you But when you look back And see what God did To bring you through You can use that as an opportunity To encourage the people that were involved Hallelujah. Because remember Joseph wasn't the only one That remembered the past he wasn't the only one. You got to get this. He wasn't the only one to remember the past. His brothers remembered the past as well. They were shaken in their boots. They were afraid. But God allowed this opportunity for Moses, for Joseph to encourage his brothers. Amen. God says he allowed your past so that you can be an encouragement to somebody else. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, I don't know if this is sinking in your head or if it's not sinking in your head. But I hope and pray that it is because as you remember the past, you can be a powerful witness of God's love, his grace, and his forgiveness. It's only as you remember the past and you share where God has brought you from, can you be a witness of God's love. Of how he loved you even in the midst of the mess that you were going through. How he loved you even when you were not giving him a second thought. Remembering the past will cause you to revel in the grace of God. Where you say if it wasn't for the grace and the mercy of God. I would be gone from this earth by now. And as you remember the past, it will allow you to dwell in God's forgiveness. Where God said, I I am using this, your past, to teach you. But remember, I have cleansed you. I have forgiven you for everything that you've gone through. So we have the M, maximize the opportunity to witness. We have the E, to encourage. Now we have another M. What does that other M stand for? Turn in your Bibles. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Where are we, Daddy? M, M, E, M. Yeah, M is next. Okay. Turn your Bibles to Joshua 2 and Matthew 1. Stick your finger in Matthew 1. Stick your finger in Matthew 1, but turn to Joshua 2, verse 12a. That means the beginning of the verse. Joshua 2, verse 12a. That means the beginning of the verse. And Matthew 1, verse 5. You have it. Speak to me, Lord. Joshua 2, verse 12a. You have it. Speak to me, Lord. Somebody give the page. (laughs) Page 37. (laughs) 170. Page 170, page 170, Joshua 2, verse 12a, speak to me, Lord. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family because I have shown kindness to you. You say, Pastor, what is this? Turn to Matthew 1, 5, Matthew 1, 5. We're going to hook them together. Matthew one five. It's the first book in the Old Testament, New Testament. Matthew one five. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. I thank God for you being here this morning. Matthew one five says, "Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab." Right, Salmon, the father of Boaz whose mother was Rahab. You say, Pastor, you got to hook this up for me. I know. In Joshua, this woman who was talking, who's asking the, the spies to uh, show kindness to her family when they come in to take over the land, all of us know that that woman was Rahab, right? And we know the scripture says that Rahab was a harlot. Rahab was a prostitute, right? Right? So we see her in Joshua asking Joshua and the spies to uh, take care of her and to spare her and her family when they come through the conquered city. But in Matthew we see that Rahab, okay, was also the mother of Salmon and she is in the lineage of our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. This woman who in Joshua is classified as a harlot and Matthew is shown as being in the lineage or descendant of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. What does the other M stand for? The other M stands for mistakes. The other, remembering the time, okay, causes you to look back on your Mistakes Okay Rahab had made some mistakes In her life By choosing the lifestyle That she chose Whether it was forced on her Or not I don't know I don't know how she became a prostitute But I know that Rahab Spent many a sleepless night Being uh, worried And and being concerned and, And being sorry for the life That her path had taken right she she didn't like what she was doing but when the opportunity presented her itself for her to make a change in her life she took that opportunity when the spies came in the land to spy out the land she could have just said, well, I'm just a, a, a madam. I'm just a prostitute. I'm just this. I can't do anything to help these men. She could have allowed her past to, to, put a, 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 just to put a hedge around her where she was afraid to venture out and help anybody else. But instead of doing that, she decided that she would not allow her past to be a hindrance. And God is trying to tell you this morning that you may have made some mistakes in your past you have may have chosen the wrong men you may have chosen the wrong women you may have chosen the the wrong career you have may have been chosen to you may have chosen to To steal rather than to work You may have chosen to take drugs You may have chosen to do a whole lot of things But when you remember your past Mm -hmm. Honestly And squarely And look at where God has brought you from Then you will use the mistakes that you made As a blessing to help somebody else From making the same mistakes You see that? The M stands for mistakes. The O stands for others. Remember, Rahab was not just concerned about herself, but she was concerned about her family. In your life, you're going to see some people that are going down the same path that some of you went down. In your life, God is going to bring in your path some people That were going down the same path that you were going down. But if you remember the past. If you remember your past. You don't have to allow your mistakes to dictate who you are today. Do you see that? Hallelujah. It's remembering. Remember the times. Remember the time when you did this. When you did the other. So when you see somebody else doing it. Don't act all holier than thou like you never did anything wrong in your life. But remember your, your past to be a blessing to somebody else. Amen. 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 There's two more letters in the letter, in the word memory to help you to understand how you can use your past as a tool. The first M was to help us to do what? Maximize, Maximize the opportunity. To be a witness. The E was to help us do what? Encourage somebody else. The M in memory was for what? For Remember our mistakes. The O in memory was for what? Others. To reach out to others. The R in memory. Turn to 2 Corinthians 5.21. And we're going to get ready and close the sermon. 2 Corinthians 5.21. And most of you in here. And most of you on Facebook know this scripture by heart, but I'm going to have you look at it so it'll just burn in your memory more. Rosalind, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21. Amen and amen. God. Made him, that's talking about Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin for us so that in him, in Christ, in Jesus, that's the only way we can be this, in Jesus we might become the righteousness of God. So what does the R stand for? You all know. Tell me what it stands for. Righteousness. Righteousness. The R will stand for righteousness. God wants us to remember the time, remember where it was that he brought us from in order to make us want to seek out the righteousness of Almighty God. In order to make us seek out the Lord to be able to live in a close relationship with him. Righteousness means right standing. The right standing with God so when you look back on your life and you remember the time, remember how God used your path to bring you to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you. The Thank only God. way that you're righteous now is because you gave your life to Christ. Thank you. And because Christ has cleansed you and made you every bit whole. So the R in memory reminds you I am no longer that no poor, unworthy sinner. God says, thank you, Jesus, that he has made all things new. All things have what? Passed away. All things have become new. So you are now the righteousness of almighty God. And the Y in memory stands for yield. The day you chose to yield your will and your way to almighty God. Because unless you choose to yield your will and your way, there is no hope. Remember the times. Remember where it is that God has brought you from. Remember this song if it had not been for the Lord on my side, someone tell me, where would I be? Where would I be? Let us pray. Father God, we come to you in the precious, holy, and righteous name of Jesus. Lord, I pray from the bottom of my heart that this Sermon has made a difference in someone's life. That they remember the times, but they remember it and see your hand in the midst of it. No matter what they, were, what they were going through, knowing that you were right there with them. Protecting them, guiding them, shaping them, Lord. So that they would come to the place where they knew you in the parting of their sins. If it had not been for the Lord on my side, only God knows where I would be today. Amen Amen and amen.